the presidents of a big country stood up and said, well, sir, uh, if we don't pay and we're attacked by Russia, will you protect us? I said, you didn't pay? You're delinquent? He said, yes, let's say that happened. No, I would not protect you. In fact, I would encourage them to do whatever the hell they want. You got to pay. That was Donald Trump suggesting he would, not just suggesting, saying he would encourage Russia to attack NATO countries in Europe if they didn't pay on time. In funding NATO, the White House has responded to this, saying it, quote, is encouraging invasions of our closest allies by murderous regimes. It is appalling and unhinged. It endangers American national security, global stability, and our economy at home. Let's talk about this with Jamal Simmons, CNN political commentator, former aide in the Biden White House, CNN political commentator, S.E. Cup, and strategic communications expert and former Republican strategist and pollster, Lee Carter. Good morning, guys. Uh, it's not that surprising given what he did while he was in office and said to advisors about why would we support folks if they don't pay up to that 2%. What I think is so striking here is that he said it out loud, Jamal, and it wasn't just the Biden White House who said that, you know, Jens Stoltenberg said that, said that it puts, you know, people on the ground, soldiers in danger. Yes, it's against our entire national security framework as kind of the Western alliance, right? Um, we have this Article 5 commitment with NATO that if one country is attacked, all the other countries will come to that country's aid and benefit. The only time that's ever been invoked for was for us after 9-11. In Afghanistan. <laughs> yes. In Afghanistan. They came in. So I think, I think um, uh, it's irresponsible. Uh, it's, you know, there's a very serious time in the world. And we see people in Ukraine, we watch these videos of people who are, you know, being displaced from their homes, people who are dying, and the president is saying that he would invite that upon our allies. I can't imagine that this is the kind of person we'd entrust with the White House and our most sensitive uh, national security secrets. You, you keyed on the same thing I did, Poppy, which what? was Jens Stoltenberg actually saying something and be, being very specific and explicit was a big deal. I think so. We have yeah. interviewed him often, and while he's wonderful, he does not <laughs> diverge from a very straight <laughs> line, understanding the delicacies here. Also, by the way, NATO countries don't pay into, like, a pot of money. It's about how they build there up their own no defense. There are no bills. And for eight years, the former president hasn't figured that out and drives me insane. Can we play what Marco Rubio said, though? Because I've, I feel like we're reverting back to nine years ago where we see things like this. Take a listen. He told a story about how he used leverage to get people to step up to the plate and, and become more active in NATO. He's not the first American president. In fact, virtually every American president at some point in some way has complained about other countries in NATO not doing enough. Um, you know, Trump's just the first one to express it in these terms. We're back to the seriously, not literally shtick, which I feel like January 6th kind of blew out mm -hmm. of the water. Mm -hmm. um, and it's surprising when you hear people like him or Lindsey Graham or others defending this, which has been a pillar of kind of Western democracy and stability over the course of seven decades. I mean, it is and it isn't. We've watched this emasculation of the GOP and guys like Marco Rubio, who used to talk tough, really bending over backwards to contort, to defend and explain and translate Donald Trump. But the, the bottom line here is Donald Trump doesn't know what an ally is. His interest in loyalty flows one way. It's one way. Your loyalty to me. He has no interest in a loyalty to other people. The idea of allies is so completely lost on him that I don't think there's any point in explaining or even pointing out how grotesque this is. Um, he just doesn't care. He truly doesn't care. Lee, can you talk about how this plays with a Republican base? So I think this is one of the things that it's, it's like, it's not what you say that matters, it's what people hear. And on one side, you hear you're offended, you're horrified, all of the things that we've just discussed. And then if you're a supporter of his, you think, 
this is a tough guy and he's a fighter and I like it. And it's almost like no matter what he says, he can get away with it because yeah. that's part of the persona. Eight in 10 Trump supporters are angry. They don't like the way things are going. They want somebody who's gonna go down to Washington, D.C., back in the White House and blow things up. And that's exactly what he's suggesting with statements like this. And whether the rest of us understand it or not, it plays very well to his base and they're gonna forgive him and it's gonna be forgotten in no time. And it's and it's amazing because really for two years we were hearing from, we were not hearing directly from Trump, we were hearing about Trump because he, he didn't have a platform in the same way. Now we're starting to hear directly from him again and we're reminded, oh my gosh, these are the kinds of things that he says all the time. But for his base, I don't think it's gonna make a little, a, not a little bit of difference. But isn't that the point? The base cares about that. I think Lee is absolutely right. The question is though, what do the rest of Americans think, the average Americans who are gonna show up and vote? I mean, Republicans my entire life, even as a, as a Democrat who was fighting campaigns against Republicans, you know, the entire life, the Republicans were strong on national security, strong on defense. Yeah. Democrats were always trying to prove that they were as tough as Republicans so that they could have a shot at it, right? That's not what this is. Yeah. This is no. a president saying, we're done with it. <laughs> like, that's not and, what and we Marco do anymore. Rubio can say that, but he was the main voice, was he not, and pushed behind ensuring that Congress has to... He was the Republican sponsor. Right, that, that a president cannot just pull the U.S. out of right. NATO. It has to be Congress. So he can go on TV and say that, but then what he did behind the scenes was to ensure that Congress has to weigh in. Right, he understands that it's a threat. But this is the, this is the really amazing trick that Donald Trump has, has managed to pull off. First, he managed to get conservatives to stop caring about conservatism. Then he got Christians to stop caring about, like, scripture, the Bible. What would Jesus do? Now Jesus is woke. He got Republicans and Americans to stop caring about America and what democracy should mean. And in this instance, he got you know, the patriotic, you know, military-loving far-right to stop caring about national security and to stop caring about our servicemen and women, our troops. I mean, it's, it's a feat what Donald Trump has done to the right in this country in a very short period of time. Lee, can I pull on that a little bit? Because NATO is kind of like the perfect capture of Trump's talent, right? You don't really understand how the payment process works. You don't understand how other countries... And I'm, not, I'm saying that I'm not mocking or, or being dismissive. Um, you don't understand why it's benefited. You've never seen it if you're in your day-to-day -day life necessarily. So that's ripe for him to take advantage yeah. of. Attacking Nikki Haley's husband, who's yeah. currently deployed, that feels a little bit different, but lines up with that. This is what he said. Where's her husband? Oh, he's away. He's away. Where, what happened to her husband? What happened to her husband? Where is he? He's gone. And oh. this was how Nikki Haley responded. Donald, if you have something to say, don't say it behind my back. Get on a debate stage and say it to my face. If you mock the service of a combat veteran, you don't deserve a driver's license, let alone being president of the United States. Now, again, <laughs> he's deployed. Uh, the commander-in-chief confirmed as much when he tweeted in support of Nikki Haley. Uh, serving. <clears throat> serving. And her husband serving. Mm -hmm. uh, but does that have an effect? That's different than NATO. That's personal. It's very different than NATO, and it is personal, and you would think that it would have an impact. I don't think it will. I mean, this is the man who could go after John McCain, right. yeah. a war hero and have no repercussions. I think, I, I think there's gonna be very little repercussions. And the question really is, did he, did he was he saying this as, 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 with, a, with a memory gaffe? 
I mean, if, if, if Biden had done the same thing, people would say, does he even know what he's talking about? This is like, it's an unbelievable statement that he made. And yet, I guarantee you, his supporters are going to say it doesn't matter. To that, you know, we just lost Toby Keith last week. Yeah. One of his best songs, right, is American Soldier. Mm -hmm. And I remember when I worked for Wesley Clark when he ran for president, we used to play it when Wes Clark would walk into a into a room, right? Because we were like, Democrats are grabbing a hold of national security. And I just, you know, it, it is it really does pain me mm -hmm. to see mm -hmm. that we've got somebody who is who wants to lead our troops who really does not care about them. Yeah. Essie, to that point, yeah. Jake asked Marco Ruby about yeah. this in a really good interview mm -hmm. uh, yesterday and, and reminded Ruby on the audience that when Trump said those things about McCain, um, that Rubio had called that disqualifying. Right. But his answer yesterday to Jake about what Trump said is, I think they're part of an increasing nastiness of this campaign. That, that's exactly what I mean. I there mean, would have been no stomach for this in the Republican base to go after a man who is serving our country whether you're mocking or you've just forgotten, whatever the point of that was, there would have been no appetite for that. And it would have been, it would have been disqualifying to attack a, a man who's serving our country and, by extension, all, all uh, you know, American men and women in service. But this party doesn't care anymore because Trump is so indifferent to service. He doesn't understand public service. He doesn't understand the role of it. Um, you know, the presidency was really to line his own pockets and consolidate power and an ego trip. So none of this, he doesn't care about any of this. The, the crazy thing is he's conditioned the base not to care either. Not just the base, Republican lawmakers who used yes. to stand up for things yes. like that. Thank you.